I know you. <laughs> you look like a guy I know you. Oh, you're Jimmy's brother. Sing, singer. Sing for us. Please. Sing for, please sing for us. <laughs> for those of you, if you've never seen Super Bad, there's about a three minute clip in there, and it is just a magical scene when, in that movie. When Michael Sarah is in that room, and you know those guys are all geeked out on Coke, <laughs> and they're all. all <laughs> and, he's, and he's singing, and he knows he's got to pull it off. But when he goes, the. the not me. <laughs> The hurtin's on me, babe. And they're just like, <laughs> that guy breaks in because the guy's want to beat up Jonah Hill. But they're gonna kill that guy tonight. <laughs> I've been waking up praying for a fight, man. <laughs> man, oh, what a good film. Jo- <laughs> Fat Jonah Hill was the oh, absolute. Dude, I wish he never got skinny. <laughs> He's so funny. That's kind of how guy. I feel about most of my comedians. But anyway, well, man, good to see you. You too. You too. The <laughs> I almost forgot we were doing the scoreboard preview. <laughs> Man, so, all right, it is the, uh, what is week. this? Uh, what is this? Week <laughs> nine. It's week nine. It's week nine. Man, we got carried away with that. Week nine, and I think week five of the scoreboard preview. I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> Who put a question mark on the teleprompter? All right, so it is week nine. Uh, man, I played a little pickleball before I saw you. Very nice. You look like you've been playing a little kickball. Yeah. You know, and, uh, what movie is it where he says, uh, he said, oh, it's basketball. When he says, uh, old man, whatever, passed away at whatever. <laughs> His hairpiece was 34. <laughs> For me, it's like when they read my <laughs> McKinley Holland passed away at 77 peacefully. His knees were 105. <laughs> <laughs> so right now, I'm, my knees are like 76. You got Bo Jackson hips and knees. Yes. Uh, okay. I got a procedure coming up in the spring, and I'm dreading it, but I'm ready to get it over with. Is so. it a... M- Elective procedure, or is it something like the doctor said you have to, absolutely have to? have I mean, this? I don't want to. I don't know if it's a hip. The hurting's on my <laughs> knees. Yeah. The hurting's on my knees, man. <laughs> but I don't want to. I don't want to like violate HIPAA for my doctor just to like. Mm. I think I can do. I mean, he's Pun a great guy. With your hip there, Doctor Brian Fagan. He was just. He's such a cool dude. Like, so last year I got an injection in my left knee, and I went in for my hip like a month ago, and he was like. What did you do? That's the first thing he said. Is just, what did you do? <laughs> He's a guy that went to the the Morgan Wallen concert. Yeah. He's just a great guy. But you he went uh, to that concert. We did the X-ray MRI stuff, and he was like, "Dude, I don't know how to tell you this, but I got to give you a new labrum in your hip, and you got to get two new meniscus." <laughs> you talking about your injection reminds me of an old uh, Married with Children episode. <laughs> so Al Bundy had to have back surgery. He hurt his back. Walking to the yeah. shoe store, been over. He couldn't get up. So he went to the doctor, and the doctor wrote down that he needed a circular incision in his back. And after he had his surgery, his back was hurting, and he got out, and they lifted his drawers up, and they'd misread the the <laughs> diagnosis. They gave him a circumcision. <laughs> I could just say something like that, like, we meant to give him a killing injection. Instead, we did something else we shouldn't. Doc, you put it in my butt cheek. 
don't know if that's going to help. But. Why do my lips look like Vienna sausages now? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, man, we got to, man. It's good to see you. Hell, I see you all the time. I, it, it, this has been the best fall. Oh, we've that had, had so in a long fun. time, which I've is crazy so considering the, the the circumstances. With well, we have had more we're, fun. We're at least six feet away. Going to games, doing the preview show, doing the Friday night show, getting to see people at games has been phenomenal. And you know, I want to speak to that this week. Ooh. Ooh. I have right. not anticipated a Friday night, Fish House Friday, in you a game. It. You said it more than I have anticipated this one, based on what is at stake. It's it's so it's so like, and it's not it's not just at stake. The game itself is worth going, even if we didn't even eat. Speaking of steak, Friendship House. But yes, dude, I'm telling you, we, we had such a rare. good experience at the Friendship House last year. Uh, I hope we get the same waitress. She was great last year, and we we gave it great ratings on the show. Uh, it's so good, we just knew that if these two were going to butt heads with good records and a lot online, we were not going to miss this game. And there was a lot. There's a lot of good games this week, but we chose this one we because it was obvious. One. All right, so well, we're going to start right at the top with it. Run it down, Amory. Excuse me, Nettleton at Amory. Nettleton the, at Amory. The, the Miss Premier Scoreboard game Show of the Game of the Week. The Fish House Friday Game of the Week. We got special guests. We had to turn down at least a dozen people trying to eat with us this week. Literally. And we we narrowed it down to one. And we'll we'll, we'll introduce him Friday night on the football Absolutely. show for sure. For but sure. anyway, let's talk about this game real quick. Man, oh, like I, Brian, I fully expect a fireworks show. It's going to be playing night. the 40s. Hmm? Played in the 40s? You know, I think it is. And, and you know, we're wrong about that as much as we are right, about picking games in the 40s. But, you know, we say 40s, we say 30s, but a lot of the time it's close to that, but not quite that. Takes a, I, takes a real, real sad person to root for the under, Mac. Yeah, I know. Being real. You know but I will say this. You're winning when the game starts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to root for no points. Anyway. <laughs> I know a guy who's big time on unders. But mm, anyway. I, yeah. Um... <laughs> Brian almost said his name. But, uh, no, I, I truly do believe that we're going to see, I want to say at least 30 points from both teams, which in, in high school is a high-scoring game. It's a lot. But, you know, and it's not a knock on the two defenses. I think Amory returned eight or nine starters on defense. Nettleton turned a good Did handful of starters. Did they return 16 total starters, Amory? Yes. It's some I wild think so. like It's that. like they had a uh, – it's, it's their whole O-line, the quarterback, Charleston French and Jay Hampton. Right, yeah. So seven on offense, and I think like eight on defense. And the Pratt so, kid plays somewhere. And, Spratt? And, is it Pratt or Spratt? Spratt. Spratt. No. Pratt. Pratt. Spratt. Wait, Pratt. Pratt is Vardaman. Jack Spratt. Spratt sat on a candlestick. His name Jack Spratt. Jack. I don't know, but anyway, he's awesome, and he's either Pratt or a Spratt, and he's awesome. Yes, yes. And he's a returning playmaker, no more. I think it, it's James Spratt. That's it. And the Patrick Pratt was at Vardaman. We talked about him a lot years in the past ago. Yeah, years. that's right. Yeah, uh, but no, Gore's a big town county. Guy. Yes, Amory is not short on star power. Hunter Jones under center, and I hate to harp on this, and I feel like I have before. This kid just continuously goes under talked about every single year, and I will tell you what he's fallen victim of. He started as a freshman, threw up eye popping numbers. Everybody's like, okay, this kid's gonna be fantastic. Well, then Luke Altmeyer kind of came along. Then Jake Wyatt mm -hmm. and Kai Holiday and Randy Anderson from Lafayette last year. There's just a, so many guys that have just kind of overshadowed him. This guy's been starting for four years. The numbers are there. The production's there. The wins are there. 
this guy really knows how to run this team. He's going to make somebody a good junior college quarterback. I fully agree. And he, for what it's worth, he is a heck of a baseball player. Mm-hmm. But Yeah, for sure. I forgot about that. Um, but <clears throat> let's go to the other side a little bit. Nettleton, I, I think if – nobody gives out awards for this kind of stuff, but I think if you gave out midseason Coach of the Year award, you'd have to give it to John Keith. I agree. I mean, they're 5-0. and I think anybody that, that went into this season – was probably thinking, okay, Nettleton's going to finish third or fourth behind Amory Boomville and, you know, maybe even Kosuth. But last week's win at Kosuth, 55-20, to 20, really opened up so many people. Because people forget this. The week before, Amory beat Kosuth at Kosuth 37-29. to 29. So it's not – I mean, and, and we do transitive property too, but I'm not using it for this game. For, for those of you – I've had people ask me, what the what tra- <laughs> so mathematically speaking, <clears throat> the transitive property geometrically, I think maybe geometry algebra two, uh, the transitive property means if A is equal to B and B is equal to C, then therefore A is equal to C. Correct. And it also is kind of the old uh, country adage: if it looks like a duck, and it quacks like a duck, and it smells like a duck, it's probably a duck. Probably so a duck. That's kind of how we come up with our, our yes. predictions here. And, and you know, it's it, it's so. That's what th- th- this is. What this is the kind of game that makes that fun because everything's thrown out now. These are old county rivals, mm-hmm. and one turnover in the game throws the transitive property out. A hundred percent. An onside kick throws it out. You couldn't be. You couldn't have said it better. I think right now, these two teams are an absolute mirror image of each other. I agree, McKinney. I think defensively, Nettleton may. So I think on. T- on I think Amory. Top to bottom defensively is better, but Nettleton's got the best tackler on the field, and you've got to think that they Marcus do. Thomas is going to spy Hunter Jones and the best kicker. And they, yep. and this is the type of game where Jackson mm-hmm. Cheek becomes important. Amory kicker Bryn Camp is no slouch. Nope. But th- I'm te- like, we could write this game down on paper, starter for starter, all twenty-two, and specialist, and we're probably not. I mean, you look at Davis Oswald. It's going to alternate every other. Literally, yeah. I mean, I mean, you, you're splitting hairs with Davis Oswald and Hunter Jones. Uh, with Charleston French and uh, I think it Rodriguez Clark, I think yeah. is his name at running back, and then the Xavier Hampton or Jay Hampton yeah. and Xavier Richardson, the receiver, I think for Nettleton. The numbers are all there; everything matches up. Like you said it in the initial, <clears throat> this is going to be maybe the best game we see all year, if not in the past couple of years. Well, you know, and you talk about choosing players, you know, and it's even tough at each position. Oh, so, yeah. who do I want playing quarterback for my team? Well, we're talking about just pure quarterback. Give me the kid from Amory, but. <laughs> I need who's three the, yards up the middle. But who's the best football player on the field? Yeah. Man, this guy, Mabby Davis well, and, Oswald. And, and, you know what I mean? And they play the same position. Different. And I think that as far as scrambling goes, this is what's different. Hunter Jones has the ability to beat people with his speed. Davis does too. But Davis also has the ability to lower his shoulder to pick up a couple of extra yards. And I think that's going to be key. I think I think Amory will probably take some more shots. I think John Keith will will do ball control, and I think the two clashing styles will make for one hell of a football game. Right? I agree. I'm going to make a prediction before you do, okay. and I know sometimes you don't shy away from these, but you almost have it too close to call because you, uh, yeah. you know so much. I go on hunches. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a terrible I'm a terrible gambler. I'm I'm a terrible better sure. on hunches. Um, I like Nettleton to win it. Okay, and I like him to win it. By more than ten points, really? I do. I I don't know why I have that feeling. You got a feeling? I just I got a feeling that they're going to win the game by yeah. I, I just one of those things. Um, okay. You know, it's at Amory. Yep. And it's, this circumstance is just a little different. You know, I mean, it's just been weird, and I just I really think this is Nettleton's year, and they don't have they're not there every year. You're right. Amory's there every year. 
and every once in a while you'll get an upstart. And let's and make I no mistake about this. Year. The pressure's on Amory. 100%. They're supposed to be. And they're at home. Yeah, the, yeah, it's a big game. People outside of this radio show and outside of maybe Nettleton yeah. don't know how good Nettleton is. Yeah, that's exactly right. And they're thinking Amory. You know, yeah. and they're thinking this is another Nettleton team who's beat Morville and a bunch of has-beens. Yeah. This, this Nettleton team is good. You're right. John Keith's got them playing. I like Nettleton by a, a, a sizable amount. That might end up being late. Might be a, a four-point game that becomes yeah. 11. But I, I think it's more than 10. I really do. Sorry, Brian Pearson and Kate Hogger. We'll get to Chris talk Pace. to tomorrow We'll talk night. to you tomorrow night. Um, I hate this, but I'm going to go with Amory, hmm. and I'm going to tell you why. Supper's going to be weird tomorrow night. Very. <laughs> <laughs> I just hope that nobody listens to this preview show that works at the Friendship House before we get there. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to go with Amory simply because, one, they're playing at home. Two, I think they know what's at stake. I think they – they Nettleton has more to do than Amory, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. They, I, think it, I think it becomes a tougher game for Nettleton simply because they've – I don't – they haven't – Nettleton has not been in this type of game this year. You're and right. That's the only thing that kind of sways me. I'm going Amory literally by a point. Okay. I want to say 39-38. <clears throat> I got you. And, you know, this could be one of those situations where Nettleton hadn't been in. It's like when a team goes to the, the, the state tournament for the first time. You know what I mean? And basketball. And they get there and they lose and maybe they're the more talented team. Yeah. But they've never been there before. And yeah. this might be the first real big Friday night for Nettleton in a while with a whole yeah. – with a division championship on the line. Well, and here, here's this, too. A turnover because for we, them early is big. Because we talk about how big, big this game is next two weeks. Amory at Boonville. Nettleson versus Boomville. Yeah, you're right. So, you know, I mean, and speak, speaking of that, we're about to talk about one of them right here. Yeah, but, but uh, I, that was a great breakdown of that one. Cause I, and we spent time on it because we knew. We just right. know. I mean, this and, is going to be a good one. And we'll go through the others pretty quick. Yeah, but but we got we got two more of our highlighted games yeah, that we're going to go through the sure. rundown. Um, another one that I just I have to mention here because it's sure. a big deal to me, New Albany at Corinth. Oh, dude. That's uh, a heavyweight matchup in 4A. This is interesting. And, New- and it's kind of the same concept simply because Corinth's been there. Mm-hmm. The state champ, defending state champs, the division crown is theirs until somebody takes it. But this to be the Al- man, you got to beat the man. This new Albany team can throw up points in a hurry. And you know, a lot of old old coaches, much wiser than me, have always said, you know, Brian, it's not about how good you play week one; it's about how good you play in towards the end of the season. Yeah. And New Albany is playing. They're rolling. They're ro- they're, they, they are, are rolling. They are they are ascending upwards and beginning to peak at the right time. And and. And Cor- Corinth hasn't peaked either now. No. They have they not haven't. reached their best. Either. I think Corinth's still finding their way. I saw Todd Lowry at work today. He was talking to Ty. I guess they may have been going over plays or something, but he came to he came to uh, Tupelo High today. Ty and Todd sounds like a pretty good sitcom. They need their own podcast. Man, I'll, 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 listen I'll, right I'll, I'll edit that dude for them. <laughs> I'll record it and edit it if they want to talk. But anyway. But no, I, I think Corinth is still finding their way a little bit. They know what they've got in their stars in Nazarius Jones and Caden Betts and Bronner Cregan under center. I think the one big piece that's been missing so far for Corinth this year is in the middle on the defense in Carter Bonds. That guy was the defensive player of the year for a reason. I think he made over 200 tackles. the best athlete around, but he was so fundamentally sound. Yeah, he man. Leader and he called all the shots. You know, and I think that's what – I think Corinth is more like the Corinth of two years ago when they made a deep run, but they couldn't get the stops when they needed them. Last year – they get up 30 points on you, and they just steamroll you on defense. 
you know, it's uh, real, you know, you brought something up right there that kind of reminds me about Corinth. It's crazy. This speaks to the athletes in Corinth. Yeah. Uh, the the two heydays of Corinth football that I can remember in my time sure. are now in the B Brown era. Oh yeah. Okay. This era has the same number of athletes. You're right. But they don't have that dynamic quarterback. You no, know, that dynamic player. So yeah. so they're they're wing teeing it. Yeah. A lot of people touch the ball. They're balanced. They're ground and pound. They're fundamentally sound. You know whatever. Back in the day, Brian Brown, them. He's take ball hey, go. Yeah, dude, that him and Gavin Davis out there, but like. Well, and you think about this too. So it's kind T. of T. Sheffield being gone makes a huge difference. He does. You had the game plan for him before you did anything last year. But even him, more of a traditional just football athlete instead of like your world class. You're right. You know. But what I'm saying is like, what I'm getting at is, Corinth can do anything they want, with the athletes they have. That's right. I really think it comes down to coaching in this one. Yeah. Okay, and when I say that, I'm not making any kind of knock at Cody Stubblefield and them. Right. But it's not every week you have to prepare for this offense for Corinth. True that. It's later in the and year. You're right. And New Albany's had to grind out all these wins. I like to be a shootout okay. until the very end, and I like New Albany to win on the last position of the game. I actually agree with you. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think may, more, more so than anything, unlike Nettleton, Nettleton, this is Nettleton's first year in forever to yeah. knock on the door. In the division. New Albany been knocking. New Albany, the last couple of years, they've been inching closer and closer. They've and been knocking closer. for a decade. They yeah. were knocking when Liggins right. was playing. That's exactly they, they, right. They, you know, they'd run up against Liggins, couldn't beat him in Lafayette. And, and, and now, I think you know, I think you're absolutely right. I think they get the Corinth monkey off their back tomorrow night. They they got a really impactful transfer, an AI Nugent. Yes. And, yeah. and he's starting to get the ball more. He and he's, they're really starting to wear teams down. So, let me speak about the way uh, high school sports work for the folks who don't necessarily listen to McKinley. Well, I 100% agree with this. When you're a coach and you've been at a program, you have got to give the first shot to the seniors over freshmen, and then you have to give the shot to the kids who have been there That's first. Right. And you don't necessarily have to prove that the freshman's better than the senior or that the newcomer is better than the guys who have been there. That's right. The ones above them, have to, the, the, those people have to prove that they're not capable. You're right. And I really think that that's kind of what has happened at New Albany is they've struggled, and then they were like, we need a little bit of a spark. Let's give A out of the ball. And he just – and it. that's not a knock on Isaiah Coran or C.J. Hill no, either. I mean, just, they, they just got a well-oiled that's machine it. That's running just, the football. Just everybody's, and they can keep all three of them fresh. Everybody's keyed on them. They're ready for them. And they just kind of bring AI in later in the year. You know what yeah. I mean? And he's been getting a lot of run late in the game. You see this with a lot of basketball teams. They, they have a guy who they hadn't run a lot of plays for. He comes in the second quarter and yep. doesn't start. And then by the time the playoffs are here, he's the best player on the team. Ty yeah, Jones for us his freshman year. 100%. You know, I mean, like we started Quiz over here for a while, and then Ty just was too good. And I think this is what's happening with AI. The other guys are talented, but, like, it is that time of the year where he's a little bit of the unknown. And, and you, you can know, kind of unleash him. That's just Cody probably did this to keep, smart, him, man. To keep him fresh yeah. because he's starting middle linebacker, too. Yeah. So, as you know, you're thinking, all right, you know, five, six, seven, eight games in, we'll let him stay on that side and give him five or six touches a game. But, you know, now – Let's bump it up to 12-13 if we need it. So you like New Albany late? I like New Albany late, too. I like that. All right. Well, our our last uh, game here that we're going to talk about uh, before we do our rundown, and um, it's, it's it's a really important one here uh, locally, even though it's not being played locally, Horn Lake at Oxford. Dude. So There's so much unknown coming out of Horn Lake. It, there really is because Horn Lake, Horn Lake plays one of those Memphis kind of schedules mm-hmm. early. So you get the film, but like you don't know the Memphis players. DeSoto County is synonymous with not doing a lot of travel, 
because the schools are also close. And when they do travel, they travel down 51 and 61 to play your Charlestons, your Clarksdales. They play good. A little bit lower, lower level. classification teams that give them a good challenge, and but you, those teams are not covered by the media. And then the next week mm-hmm. they'll go up and play Collierville. Yep, yep. And and you know and it, it just like you're kind of like you look up and Horn Lakes three and two, and you're like, okay, Oxford, no doubt. Yeah. Dude. They they, they might have got beat by Christian Bros out of Memphis. Yeah, exactly. Or MUS. I, mean, Car- Car- I think Collierville beat them twenty three to twenty two this year. Carville no slouch. No. And you know you say that same colors too. Yeah. <laughs> Are they still the dragons? Carville is the dragons. That's right. Yep. I always thought that was weird. But anyway. I went to Carville for a little while as a kid. Did you really? I did. You went everywhere as a kid. I did. <laughs> my mother so schools? My mother moved around a lot. And then when I moved in with my father, he was a basketball coach who uh chronically unsatisfied. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But, yeah, Horn, Horn Lake Oxford. But, no, I, man, Horn Lake had that mass exodus a couple – like, in the last three years, they lost Joe Hayes, Nicobe Nicobe Dean, uh, Radar Jones to LSU. I mean – it's a great name for a football player, by the way. Which I love that his name is Ray Darius, mm-hmm. but they call him Radar. Mm-hmm. Oh, he played quarterback. He's so perfect. That'd be a good nickname for a basketball player. Oh, dude. About his range. No kidding. Radar. Oh, my God. Print the shirts. <laughs> um, but I'll get down to it. I think Chris Cutcliffe for Oxford is like the. Do you remember when Chris Peterson? Kind of got Boise State like serious when they won the Fiesta. He, Bowl he really got him serious, yeah. But 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 he was an unknown, and then he became a hot commodity. I like think Brad Chris Stevens Cutcliffe is slowly starting to become the standard for young coaches. Him and your him, your Ty Hardens, your Baylor Dampiers of the world. I think they're the next generation that coaches for thirty years. I think he's the best coach in the state. He may very well. I be. think he's the best football coach in the state. He may very well be. Think about the home he grew up in. You know what I mean? The things he's heard, yes. the people he's spoken to, the person, the people he's listened to, the the the, the conversations he's happened to stumble oh upon. Yes. Uh, I listened to a bunch of second-rate high school basketball coaches my whole life, and, my, and I think I know more basketball than 99% of the country yeah. would ever know. And this gentleman has heard the top 1% of the 1%. Yeah, yeah no kidding. I think he's the best coach in the state. He, 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 just the wealth of knowledge he has at such a young age. I think he's 34. Uh-huh. Man, it makes he, me feel ancient. And and I just yeah. Oxford is not supposed to be great this year. Here they are six and zero, driver's seat in Division One Six A. I think Horn Lake gives them a really good football game because I, for me, the jury is still out a little bit on Oxford. The reason I say that their best win is Lafayette and Grenada, and Lafayette was the one. The quarterback, yeah. you know, got ejected when they were up two scores in the first. Oxford, you know, they couldn't move the ball after that. Oxford takes, you know. I, I, I like Oxford by two scores because I think this is the game. Because Chris Cutcliffe's not the type of guy, and their staff and their players, he, they're so disciplined. They're not the type to say, oh, you don't think we're good, but you know they're thinking it. And they're like, okay, well, here's what we're going to do. And they're going to win a really tough physical football game against Horn Lake. I oh. really think so. We don't do this often, but I like Horn Lake by six. You are on one tonight. Because I think they have more athletes of their 22. Okay. And I feel like that as prepared as Chris Cutliffe is going to be this week, I don't know how prepared his team is. Because when you start thinking of the teams on their schedule, That's true. this year I don't think of Horn Lake. Uh, no. and th- these guys were not necessarily – 
playing and yeah. real players when Horn Lake was awesome a few years ago. And if you look at the division standings, their big games are still ahead of them. Tupelo, Olive mm-hmm. Branch, Horn Lake. You know, like I mean, they're the, the ones that are yeah. tougher. St- or even uh, Fernando. Yeah, and and uh, and I and I, I I think it's a great game. I don't think it, there's a knock on either team. I just think that Horn Lake wins this one, probably because nobody thinks they will, and they're not supposed to. Yeah, and that's just kind of the reason I, I believe that. And um, I'm just going to be real. I'm really bad about picking the visiting team, <laughs> shattering the dreams of the home team. And that's just kind of what I think. Okay. I think they have more athletes on their 22. Trap game in Lafayette yeah. County? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and, and I don't like to call it a trap game this late in the year. Um, but th- like I said, you know, Oxford's still got Tupelo on the schedule. They've still got uh, Hernando on the schedule. And those are games they have to win to win the division. So, you know, I mean, it, it just it's it's one of those things. So, yeah, and you know, next week they're playing Olive Branch. Oxford is. There's another four and, and five and one team. And whatever. when I start thinking in my brain, if I'm a high school football kid, I think about Olive Branch as a better program. Just yeah. good tradition. They they have guys they have guys in the NFL right now. KJ Wright. Oh yeah. You know what I mean. So yeah. Anyway, um, I like Horn Lake to win. We're we're different there. But okay. um, let's see. Uh, that Did we was, go different? No, we pick we picked New Albany together. We we both picked New Albany. You, you picked Nettleton. I picked Nettleton. You picked Amory. Okay. And it's I, rare I we go two some. out of three right. different. Well, let's just start at the top and yeah. roll down. And there will be some of note we can mention. Just but a few, we, yeah, we, yeah, a couple. But, yeah, but we'll start at the top here. Um, this first one is kind of about like every week. We ain't got to mention too much about it. But it's all corn central at Belmont. Give me Belmont. Three scores. And seven years ago. <laughs> Belmont, last drive of the game. No. Yeah. I, Belmont I, three to four scores. All Corn Central's getting on it this week. I feel it. I'm feeling. It. You're trying to get a phone call. Stand up, Glenn. Believe in your. Believe in the ball and throw yourself. That's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a wise, wise philosopher? No, Waller. I'm just a janitor. <laughs> just a janitor. <laughs> believe in the ball and throw yourself. Man, not another team. Movies are going. All right, Ashland at Baldwin. Baldwin by a billion. Okay, so Baldwin. Hell of a basketball game, though. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like five years ago? Can we get Duke Upshaw? And- but, uh, no, I, Baldwin has not had a chance to really get in a groove because of COVID. They will. I think they will score 70 if they can this game. Another game is going to get really out of hand. Shout out to our man Goldman Butler for following us oh, yeah. on, this, on uh, Twitter. Uh, Biggersville at Coldwater. Oh, I, I'm going to say Biggersville, 66, Coldwater, zero. Goldman Butler touches the ball ten times and then puts his tennis shoe It's on. at Coldwater. Um, so, the people of Tate County, Coldwater, do us a favor. A little bit of a drive, so you need to get a hold of him early. Get a hold of Mike Gregory. Make sure you got that third digit working on your scoreboard because <laughs> Biggersville might dust it off. Make sure the clock runs. Yep. Boonville at Kossuth. A uh, huge rivalry game. You want to talk about two teams that really do not like each other, and they, they have never liked each other, ever, not even once, this game right here. This has been a rivalry for 50 years. And I'm going to say this, too. Maybe. Kossuth. And, uh, Dylan Barnes had a great article in the paper today about Boonville and their defense and uh, J.D. Nanny. Shout out to him. He does a good job. He really does a good New guy. Fake mm-hmm. headbutt mm-hmm. to the journal. Yep. Uh, but. New guy. Fake headbutt. <laughs> Catch up. packet. <laughs> Black sheep, look at that. Missona Vote for Donnelly. Anyway. Uh, Governor Tracy is <laughs> screwed up. Man. We're going to save it for the radio show. Oh, man. It may Y'all tune be. in. It it's going to get wild tomorrow. Night tomorrow. It is definitely Farley Sandler night. Happy Madison night. Um, I, I like Boonville by, uh, by 14 points. What I was going to say, Kasuth is the best one in five team in the state. Oh, God. Their losses, I don't know all of them, but they've lost to Senatobia. 
They've lost to Corinth. They've lost to Nettleton, and they've lost to Amory. And I don't know who their other loss was to. But this team – The Baltimore Ravens. Has, has been <laughs> through it. I expect this to be a whale of a football game. It's at Kosuth. Yeah. Oh, my 49ers on Boomville aren't going to like this. But give me Kosuth to move to one and two in division. <sighs> okay. Boonville. Um Calhoun Academy, DeSoto, Arkansas. Calhoun Academy. Yeah. For don't. no other reason but for from the sip. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cahoon City at Bruce. Cahoon City. City. Give that rivalry a little time with Jamal down there. All right. Not this year and not next year, but in Jamal's third year. And you got you got two alumni that are heading. M.D. Jennings at Cahoon City yep. and Jamal at Bruce. This this, mm-hmm. this thing's about to be back. Schooner River rivalry is about to be back. Man, that's kind of – I don't know if I can say that real fast. The it's Schooner River, River rivalry. It's I like a, saying Shoe Shine City. Five times. I have a tough time saying I don't shine shoes no more. But no, I really I have a tough time <laughs> Billy Bats there. But I do have a tough Brian, time. Go get your shine box. <laughs> I do have a tough time saying rivalry week. Yeah, oh it's tough. Rivalry week. Yeah. I have a tough time say with W's. And I don't have a speech impediment. It's tough. Um, let's see here. Faulkner. Oh my God, Mac. Finally. It has happened. No. It has happened. I know what you're gonna say. A game. That no one cares about. But somebody's got to win. Faulkner at Thrasher. Faulkner at Thrasher. Give me Thrasher. Give me the Rebels at home. Give me Thrasher. Give me Thrasher. For zero reason. Personal shout out. Sean Dalton Weatherly. Starting running back at NEMCC. Off to a great start this year. He had a bunch of receiving yards the other night. They he did. Screens he and scored stuff. three touchdowns through the first two games. I don't know what the score is tonight. Playing baseball still? Yeah. So, let me ask you, is is he a Division two football player? Yes. Okay, so he can play Delta State. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Yep, that's fine. Just get your and, education paid for. He may be a Division two or one baseball player. Anything happens when you get to that level. <laughs> that, <laughs> if you're good you. enough playing baseball, they find you. Football is a little different. Not to play the color card. Sean, but if you, if because you know, he wears, you know. Because he wears black and gold. Sean Dalton Weatherby is the best white athlete I have ever coached, seen, been around. Okay. Pound for pound, the best white athlete I've ever run around. And that's not to say any of that. It's, I mean, that is what it is. You grew up with John John. John I, John Hancock. I, I, and I, I know John Sexton. He's my brother. I'm, I know. Two fantastic. And I, knew, and I played basketball with – and I played AAU basketball with Jonathan Lowe. Dude, I'm telling you. Okay. I kind of agree with you, too, though, Matt. I, 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 this kid is unbelievable. He can do, he can do a lot of different and things. And I root for him, too. So I, do too. I do, too. Uh, he's one of the best kids I've ever coached. One of these days on the podcast, after football is over, and I know that the town of Thrasher is not listening to the podcast preview show, I will explain why I have a little bit of a disdain for Thrasher. Okay. And it has nothing to do with Sean Dalton Weatherby, who I really appreciate. Okay. But one of these days I'll explain it. But this podcast not is not important. Tonight. Yep. Um, but I'd like Thrasher to win there. Hebron Christian at Columbus Christian. Give me Columbus Christian. CC. Have no reason why. Yep. Um, Houston at Aberdeen. Give me Houston. Yep. I'm that one's going to get good soon. All right. I got some info. Talk to me. I'm not going to tell you where I got it, but I have some birdies. <laughs> I bet I could figure it but out. But I have some birdies who maybe teach at Aberdeen or maybe teach at Houston. Mm. And this was the first week Houston got back with students. And they're having some COVID issues. Now, hear me out. If they can't play tomorrow and they can't play against Hatley, they'll have to forfeit two games. They won't make the playoffs. And they'll lose to Aberdeen and Hatley, two teams they should trounce. So, with that being said, I'm sure Houston's trying to find every beaten heart to get get out there Friday night. Young lady, you play softball here? (laughs) Yeah. We need you at left end. Your last (laughs) (laughs) – 
Your last name Fergus? Get out there. You're a Crawford? <laughs> but anyway, that's the thing. I like Houston to win big if they play the game. Um, and it, I think this might be a game that if they can get out there, they start to shake some things out and yeah. kind of let it fly a little bit. Absolutely. It might be time to put some points on the board. And I, and I like about I, it last I like week. Aberdeen. They got their first win, but it might be time to make somebody look bad if you're Houston, just being and real. give – Baylor Dampier offense times like Novocaine. Mm-hmm. It's going to work. It'll work. It'll work. Um, let's see here. Fires at Myrtle. Myrtle. COVID. Game canceled. Game canceled. Yep. Was it Myrtle's fault? I think so. Pyres win by 2 nothing. Byers by two. I'm going by Byers. I shouldn't say anything. Just went by and Byers by two. I'm going Byers. Put the, put the house on it. <laughs> like, got this almanac. Byers by two in the under. This old man named Biff Tannen gave me an almanac. said Byers <laughs> wins by two. Uh, Lafayette at Saltillo. <laughs> Hey, Bonehead, say, why don't you make like a tree and leave? I was going to say that guy. Tish County gave me the inside info on him. His name's Griff Tannen. <laughs> he, plays, he plays bass for ZZ Top, I swear he does. He was in 30. There was, I have zero doubt in my mind that that guy used to be a roadie for George Thurgood and the Destroyers. <laughs> He knows every chord change to bad in the bone. I For those of you does. that follow us on Instagram, please look at the picture that Brian put up the week we went to Tish. It's got the guy from Roadhouse that put up Pat Swayze in the barn. <laughs> this is that guy. God, next time if I we, if, if we go to Tish and we see him again, I'm like, were you in a movie in the 80s? <laughs> Excuse me, Jimmy. <laughs> Bob. <laughs> Will you take a picture of me? Man, that guy's, I swear to God, if he ever sees me, he's not going to say hey to me. He's going to stab me he's right He's going to say hey with his right hand. He's going to stab me right in the liver with a pocket knife. That's a, I deserve it. I really do, <laughs> after all I've said about them. About him and Alcorn Central, which he's not from. Um, let's see here. <clears throat> Man, can I be real? Yes, you can. Lewis Berg needs to catch COVID and just take the two nothing forfeit, save them miles. I love Lewis Berg. My, two of my siblings graduated That's from right. there. My great friend Gary Hinch used to coach basketball there. Chris Fleming, superintendent of Senatobia Schools, is, used to be the principal there. Their football team, all your news ain't been good news. Mm-hmm. That's all I got to say. So, And I don't think it gets better this week. Tupelo's had two weeks to prepare, <laughs> and I've seen them, and they're ready to roll. I understand how Tupelo prepares. I know Ty Harden is really thorough. They took two weeks. To prepare for Lewisburg, I'm not going to lie to you. They probably needed about 20 minutes. Tupelo, big. Big. Really uh, big. Bryson? Kyson. Kyson. I keep want to give him a B. Cause I'm, Kyson know. Brown. Ky- I, 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 I keep wanting to keep call him Bryson I look Cowan. for a breakout game from Jake Ware. Slow start to the season. I think he's going to really throw it around the yard. I hope he does. I really do. I'm, I'm looking for – man, I'm looking for Ty and them to have a big game. Tupelo, huge. Yeah, big Maybe time. like 41 to 7. I say, uh, that's that's what I'm leaning yeah, to. Yeah, 41 to 7. Run the clock. Yeah. Um, Marshall Academy at Winona. I like Marshall. Marshall. Marshall, Marshall, Marshall. Marvel Itawamba. 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 Uh, Nana Wyatt Hamilton. Now, I'm going to go ahead and say. <laughs> you'd have a better chance of getting a ticket to Hamilton to play at the Orpheum in Memphis than you would of getting Nana Wyatt to leave Hamilton with a loss. But... You'll have a better time at Hamilton hanging out with Don Slippo than you will at that play at the Orpheum. I guarantee it. Yes, he's well said. And that's a world-class play that people pay thousand dollars to go that see. That was a world-class analogy is what that was. I had to dig deep for that one, trying to give Hamilton right. some love. Nana Wyatt big, but Hamilton on the come up. They are on you the know, come Flip up. Flip caught us on the show, and he said, man, they're really getting serious about football down there again, and that's a good place to get serious about football. I think they're another place that's two years away. Yep. 
not from necessarily winning a division, but from being extremely competitive yeah. in all their games. Yeah. Right I now agree. they're not, but they're they're not far from it. They got a good coaching like staff. Bruce and yep. Aberdeen, mm-hmm. they're just a couple mm-hmm. years away. South, yeah, South, that, absolutely. But, but South, South's kind of there this year. Yeah. In terms of getting, where as they'll win some of those games next year. Yeah. This year, next year is where Hamilton will be, like South is this year. Yeah. Great call. And and I love Hamilton, by the way. I'm, oh yeah. I, 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 I will never back one of the on best them. gas stations in Mississippi is that one right Calcola? there. Yep. Calcola. Yep. Calcola Road. Is it Cowchick or something like that? Cow, yeah, yeah, the Cowchick Road. Something yeah. like it, yeah. It, I'll, I'll never bag on Exxon. I'll never bag on Hamilton. Not even once. I bag on Thrasher. I bag on Alcorn Central. I'll never bag on Hamilton, <laughs> for sure. Um, unless they get rid of Flip, and I'll really bag on them. <laughs> uh, let's see here. North Pontotoc, Tish County. I like a really close game. <laughs> Dude. I'm going to pick the upset here. Okay. Tish County at Tish County. I picked the win here because they got the best player on the field. Agree. And in this game, it might matter. And I also think this. I think the two coaching staffs know that they got to win this game. Yeah. This and is I, for four. I, I agree. This is for the I four. I agree. And I just – I'm going Richard Russo for, for no reason other than I'm just picking against North Pontotoc as a South Pontotoc guy. And I love Crotwell. I'm I'm going with Andy Crotwell for the the opposite. Just, just uh, he's a friend. He, I mean, and not that uh, nothing against Richard Russo. Yeah. This is going to be a good football. Richard, neither one of them are friends now. I mean, I, yeah. they're friendly acquaintances to yeah. the show, but – you know, I just every once in a while I like to just pick the person that I think. Yeah, you know, it's hey, just Tish like, gonna like be fired up. North is North is kind of North has been in the playoffs for so many years yeah. in a row now, and they've been a two and a three and a four, and I think they know they're going to go to Tish and they're going to win this game, but I don't know if they will. Like they think they're going to. It's it's. I think this is a game where Coach Russo empties the playbook. So yeah, whatever we got to do to do it. We're gonna do it, but I, I, I like North close. I just I, it's hard for me to pick against Crowell. Two really good, upstanding guys, good programs. Um, I'll just go the opposite with you, yeah. and, and and it's just because it's at home for Tish County, yeah. and like we said, they got. The we o- thought that Central game was packed. Every single human being in Tishomingo County will be at this. Yeah, game. and it's it's in it's in Iuka, right? Mm-hmm. In Tish and Iuka, yeah. And Correct. I want to make sure I get that right. And here's the deal too: North Pontiac's going to travel up there, and they're going to. They're going to be in, in their in their in their their nice vehicles and their family sedans and their in their their minivans and stuff like that. And they're going to get up there and they're going to see that guy with the beard. <laughs> it's just a different guy. I couldn't hold it in. North Bonatok will not have anybody that looks like that guy with the beard. I've never been. I've been in, in Pontotoc County since 1995, <laughs> and there has not been one human being in the history of Ecker, Mississippi. I'm telling you, like we're guy. gonna get a call at some point. It's like, hey man, I've heard y'all bagging on my uncle, and I don't appreciate it. And Doctor's well, like, hey guys, we can't take this. Well, call. I'm gonna go ahead and say this one more time. If you know the guy with the long beard and the Boy Scout uniform, the next time we come that way, he can go to Fish House Friday with us, and we will give that man a shirt. I will buy his meal. Yes. I just think he's cool, and I'm, I'm really bagging. I'm really talking about him because I want him to contact us. But anyway, Tish County wins. Print the shirts. Give me North, <laughs> or give me Death. <laughs> anyway, man, oh, I hope that guy God. finds us. See, you guys miss out by not coming. We we should charge people to be the live audience in here for this podcast. 100%. But anyway, <clears throat> Knoxville County at Hatley. Good Lord. Oh. Moving on. Oh, yeah. Oak Hill Academy at Central Homes Christian. Central Homes Christian. Yep. Uh, Pontotoc at Caledonia. <sighs> Caledonia. Okay, Brian. 
I love Panatak. You've been brash tonight. Mm -hmm. Give me Panatak in a incredibly close game. Overtime, maybe. C closer than anybody thinks. This Caledonia's gonna be ready. Darling, if you want me to be <laughs> closer to you, get closer to me. <laughs> Good, great game coming. I like Panatak. I, I thought you were gonna I'm compliment still, me. I'm still singing. on the Panatak at Warma Collision Course. Okay, I like that. <clears throat> Shout out to Mitch McCamey, by the way. Great meal at KSK tonight. Yeah. He took care of me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> have to give him a plug. Potts camp at Walnut. Walnut. Walnut bounce back. Big. Yeah. Really big. Wal TJ, big night for TJ Collum. It's, yeah. That best player on the field. That's yep. all I got to say. In a game like this, the team with yep. the best. When the two team players on the field. The best two players on the team. Yeah. Um, you know what? They're on the kryptonite. Springville. True that. That's what I heard. That's where. Moving on. Uh, Ripley at Choctaw County. Choctaw County. Choctaw County, but I'm I've been impressed with Ripley. They're on the come up. If, if I said it's John Perry Lyles, Keith, right? Huh, yeah, Perry, if I said John Keith is the mid-season coach of the year, Perry Lyles is a close second. I agree 100%, buddy. Uh, I'm about to read this next game, and I know the score, and I know how it's going to be. So we're going to talk about it, and I'm going to talk about a little history of the game. Shannon at South Pontotoc. Okay. Now, this game, I'm going to be honest, is going to get out of hand. It shouldn't. South's been playing a lot of people close. They had a Wamba close, but this has traditionally always been the game that Shannon decides to run it up. They have these close – I mean, I'm being real. No, 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 They've I had know. these close games with Itawamba right. and Pontotoc, and they went to Caledonia – they always they will play south and they will have way more athletes and they will uh, all the eleven of their athletes will be better than the eleven athletes they match up on the other side. Game plans will be thrown out of the window, and Shannon always runs this one up. I don't know if that's going to be the case this year. Now, <clears throat> it could be sixty to fourteen. I mean, the way, the way Shannon plays, but if South can get on them early. And break that confidence. I could see it being a game into the second half. But my honest to God prediction, I love South Pond Talk. I bleed Cougar Red. I think this one actually gets out of hand. I really do. What do you think about it? I'm going with South for the win. For the win. Thank you. Okay. I, tell I, you why. Okay. Please, please, because like in my in my my heart, I see a way where they get up on them. And they force a couple of turnovers. Shannon gets pissed, but but in my brain, McKinley, I, I I've just seen those sixty-one to nothing games. I mean, I was there when Travis John Travis Johnson's still running. Let me see. You know, let me say this. I mean, I saw Chris Lockridge literally run over ten guys to go seventy yards for a touchdown run. Like, it just I've seen it. I think there's a nice resurgence in South, <clears throat> and I God, think I that. Love the, it. And here's the main reason I like them in this game. I've taught and coached at Shannon. Yeah. I know the kind of athlete. I know the staff. I know what they're about. Those kids, like you said, are looking at this game as a let's hurry up and get this one out of the way so we can go play Pontotoc. Okay. I think South got more out of losing by seven to Pontotoc last week than people realize. And I'm going analytics here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shannon's – Achilles I, I, I go with all hunches. <laughs> I, I know. Brian's a hunch guy. I'm an analytics guy. <laughs> Shannon's Achilles heel has been the turnover. Right. If you don't think 
Rod Cook's going to have his guys ten across the line mm-hmm. and going to make those guys no, left-handed. No, I'm not saying I'm not saying Shannon can't throw the football, but they have been turnover prone. Right. If South can make them one-dimensional and say you are going to have to throw the ball downfield to beat us, get a couple of turnovers, and play ball control offenses, which is what's been their bread and butter this right. year. I like South in a tight, close, low-scoring football game. Okay, I, I hope that's what happens because South can it win. It would this be game. the win of the year in the area. I think even bigger than Cormorant over West Point because that game was plausible. South is never supposed to beat Shannon, and I think they've got <sighs> as good a chance to do it tomorrow night as they have in a long time. All right, I'm gonna say this: if this South Pontotoc team beats this Shannon team. It will not only be the biggest win of the year in this area, it will be the biggest upset win in the history of South Pentecostal. No question. So, or at least it's Kevin Rogers played. Yeah. I mean, seriously. I mean, um, And then back then, they really weren't upsets because they were so good. Yeah, like South has won some big games, but they beat evenly matched teams. Like right. when they used to beat North Pontotoc every once in a while when it was the L.D. Gillespie years, North was good. But like South wasn't beaten – of a Sean Pearson-led Ripley yeah, team. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like, right. they weren't beating a Michael Pinson-led Pontotoc team. Right. Like, this is a team that is considerably better than them, that is actually could have won their division championship, and if South yeah. can upset them. And, and the only reason I, I'm worried that it might be the opposite is because I just coached, I coached basketball long enough, and it's totally different than football, but I've, I've, I've always felt that, like, when teams know – Sometimes they can run it up on another team. It's their last chance to do it. They do it. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, I remember we used to play senior night and we could beat uh, MSMS. We could score 100. Our guys did it. You know what I mean? Like, if they could, you know. And I think that's one thing that may play in South's favor because in those type of games where if you don't go get that quick seven Mm -hmm. on your first drive and South goes down and gets three or seven or gets a three and out. Daryl Carter's message to Shannon this week: Guys, play pissed off because you should just be. win. And it, but if you carry that emotion too far, it may hurt you more. Than you can you. you can only play on emotion for too long. For so long. You're right, and then it becomes exactly anger. Right. You're right, and becomes right. it becomes misguided focus. Yep. Um, and yep. I, I'll say this: I I, I I like Shannon. To, let me phrase it: I don't like Shannon to win, but I think Shannon wins. Yeah. But if it is a game, or if South is up at the end of the first quarter, I like your prediction. Stick them with South. Yeah. If it's 14 nothing Shannon, it's going to be 60 to nothing I, Shannon. I agree. But if it's 14-14 or 14-7 South. No in between this game. Nope. It's going to be big or it's going to be a South Coast win. It's going to be 60-14 to 14 or it's going to be 18 to 16. Shannon doesn't win the close game. Not, no. not in this one. No. Not in this one. I don't. I agree. Good analysis by you. I like that, McKinley. And, and thank, you for, for. thank you for giving South Pontiac some love. I absolutely love Springville, Mississippi. Went there today, by the way. <laughs> I saw Chris and Bill. Man, I did some work on their uh, video. There, so. Did some work on their video board for them. Uh, anyway, um, <clears throat> moving right along here, we'll wrap them up pretty fast. Smithfield, Oklahoma. Give me Oklahoma in a Give weird way. Give me Oklahoma win. as well. Mm-hmm. Give me Oklahoma. Um, Startville, Madison Central, the game of the week in the state, pound for pound. Uh, Startville still. Startville. They, they, they're not going to lose unless they're playing the Jets. They might I mean, they, uh, they are going to run the gauntlet. Joe Flacco's playing quarterback for the Jets. They might not lose to the Jets. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> uh, Startville Academy at Heritage. 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 And, uh, Probably a closer game yeah. than the past few years, but I like Heritage. Proud rivalry. Yep. Strayhorn at Mantechi. Ooh. Ooh, Brian. Give me. Playoff implications on this game. Give me Strayhorn. 
give me Strayhorn as well. I'll like also it. have Strayhorn. And I'll also have Strayhorn, <laughs> medium well with some ketchup. Uh, and offset the taste of good steak <laughs> like some ketchup. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking Strayhorn's probably kind of gamey. Yeah. <laughs> Mustang. Anyway, um, <sighs> Vardaman at TCPS. Oh. Now, Vardaman is better. They are getting better. But this TCPS game will kind of be like, I think, the Shannon South game. If Sean, be nice. Be nice, Sean. <laughs> First-year coach at Smithville. They're, on, they're down. Vardaman. <clears throat> Vardaman. First-year coach at Vardaman. Yeah, my bad. Um, no, it's the second-year coach at Vardaman. Right? Yeah. It's the second year there, right? Yeah, second year. It's the second year. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking the, the guy at uh, Smithville's his first year. This is Brennan's second year. Yeah, the, yeah, it the, is. The COVID captain, coach from, yep. the, uh, the, the, from the lift. The lift. Um, I like High Vard- school football story of the year, by it the way. It is. I got picked up by Barstool. Yeah. I like Vardaman. I've always liked Vardaman's football program. I was very proud from back in the day. <clears throat> but I think this is just one that TCPS runs it up. Yeah. Not, not, and they m- might not be able to do a thing about it. But I think, yeah. I, th- I think it gets out of hand in the second half. Yeah. We'll say that. I agree. Um, let's see here. Water Valley High Springs. Water Valley. Yeah. Uh, Shout out to Brad Embry for quietly staying in the thick of that tough division race. Is man. anybody in that part of the state more consistent than Water Valley? No. Since Brad Embry has been there in that and class, they, I'm talking about. Let's say this. I'm talking about your three A's, four oh, yeah. A's, two A's. Well, when they when he got there, Water Valley had hit a rare, rare low time in in football. Like they were down, and since they've won a state title, they played for a North half. Calhoun City, Water Valley, two most consistent programs in that corridor. Agree. I agree. Ho- yeah. Wholeheartedly. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, let's see here. Last game of the schedule, West Point at Grenada. Big bounce back for West Point, you think? I or do. let down? I do, but that division is as tight as it has ever been. Mm-hmm. And I say ever been because it hasn't been that division no. for long. You know, Cormorant and Center Hill hadn't been there 10 years. Mm-hmm. Man, I remember when those were new schools. Oh, my gosh. I know. I do, man. Wasn't Center Hill like 2A to start out with? They were. Or 1A. They started out maybe 2, but they played independent. But I remember one time DeSoto Central was 1A. Yeah. Because they were 1A, and they made the girls' state basketball tournament, state championship, and the next year they were 5A. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> the, they like beat County West schools, Union. Like, 15 years ago, South Haven, Olive Branch, uh, Horn Lake Hernando. Horn Lake Hernando were all 5A schools. Yeah. Or Hernando was 4A, but the other was 5A. Like, five years later, they've got, like, 11 5 and 6A schools in DeSoto County. Yeah, you, I mean, you got Lake Carmont, Horn Lake, South Haven, DeSoto Central, Olive Branch, Center Hill, Hernando, Lewisburg, yeah. and North Point Christian. Yeah. Which is a big old private school. Dude. But I anyway. Mean, it's insane. I like West Point. I like West Point to bounce back. I mean, I don't know what the stats are, but, you know, what you get 28-14. You get a stat with West Point every week. Like, they haven't lost at home since – I'd be willing to bet that West Point has not lost back-to-backs in division in 25 years. Oh, yeah, for sure. I firmly believe it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, open dates this weekend, East Union, East Webster, the directional schools. Okay. So, shout out to them. Um, Enjoy your weekend, guys. Enjoy your weekend. So, yeah, we're going to be at Nettleton, and uh, I'm fixing to head – we're going to be at Amory if you watch Nettleton, Amory. Yep. I'm fixing to head right now to the internet. And, I'm sorry, man. And get you this. Got to do all this. Get tonight. this. Get well, hey, man. I blame for our, for our listeners. Anything for your sake, for your daughter. 
Why don't you think about buying a quality product from me? Okay, I'll buy it. What's from happening, you. podcast? <laughs> Tommy just sold. It's done tomorrow night. Podcast. I'm just telling you, it's yeah. on. You guys, we'll go ahead and let you know. Uh, Friday, uh, I am working a big blue. The Blue Delta Cup is this weekend. Yep. And uh, Friday, we got the big shotgun start golf event. And then still time to sign up. Full. 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 Awesome. Friday and Saturday are full. We sat nice. on Friday and Sunday. Saturday we couldn't have the event because state's got a home game. Oh, and, yeah. and they make too much money sure. and stuff like that. But uh I will go ahead and say this. I will absolutely be rocking and raring to go tomorrow night. We get on that radio show after we've gone to the Friendship House and eating and hanging out. Uh so I'm just gonna go ahead and say this. Alcorn Central, I hope you beat Belmont. Because tomorrow night, if you beat Belmont, I'm going to give you some props. Okay. I'm going to give you some real Hold love. You to it. If Alcorn Central beats Belmont, I'm going to give them some props. And if Thrasher beats Faulkner. Shut it down. Shut the, we're shutting down the studio. I'm going to need some Cambodian breast milk or something like that because we're going to shut down the studio. <laughs> Who the five best rappers of all time? Dylan, 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 and Dylan. He spits hot fire. He's because he spits hot fire. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, all right, well, that's our games. Uh, man, y'all, it's been fun. McKinley and I love to sit here and just BS in these games. I, I, we really throw this out there, too. We really, th- like, we do transitive property. Like, our, yeah. our brain, we, 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 when we throw a prediction out there, it is not like, oh, we're just predicting the game. Like, when he has a reason, it's legit. When I have a reason that's similar, <laughs> it's legit. When I maybe buck his pick or he bucks mine, we have a real hunch yeah. or analytics. We're not like, doing it to just disagree. No, like, our. I mean, we agree more than we disagree. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Sometimes we just agree to disagree. Absolutely. Is that, that's a song. So just leave it alone. Is that a wing song? Because we can't see. Billy Dean. Love, there take me no down to the street. <laughs> we, we just disagree. That's what I was thinking. I, I anyway. know. You, you, Brian. Country dig, music. Brian is real Topeka people. He digs music. Like I'm, Russell yep. from Stillwater. Yeah, Russell from Stillwater. <laughs> I'm a golden god. That's cool. <laughs> anyway, talk. To, wrap us up, McKinley. So, I want to say this before I wrap us up. Tomorrow, if you're listening to the school board show, pay close attention to the references we make to Adam Sandler movies and Chris Farley movies. And if you get it, send us a tweet, send us a gift, send us something knowing that you got it because we, we just absolutely get so tickled when that happens. And sometimes people will text us or direct messages and let us know or they'll send us a gift. And who Was it Michael Bland Michael when Bland. we did Meow that yeah. night? And he... He picked up quick. And I'll go ahead and say this. If 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 understanding our uh, Adam Sandler references are cool, then you can just consider me Miles Davis for sure. Who would eat 36 sacks lunches? But uh, us <laughs> be real. It's a damn Sasquatch. <laughs> I'll tell you who it was. O'Doyle rules. But one of these days, I think <laughs> you're going to get. I've been sitting you're here about a and your whole family's going down, O'Doyle. <laughs> I can't wait till I'm a grown up, Billy. <laughs> Don't you cherish it. Don't you that guy's cheeks. <laughs> anyway, tomorrow night's gonna be great. And yes, I cannot it's wait so good. to talk about Pittsburgh Nelly. <laughs> you cannot <laughs> talk about Pittsburgh Nelly. The Welsh Anyway. I just got through washing my privates in the icy cold river. <laughs> and you know who that wasn't a sheep sh- <laughs> I ate for God's sakes, man, it says welcome to Snake's Bend. Anyway. Anyhow. <laughs> uh, you we just lost t- half the audience, <laughs> yeah, but it's okay. 
if you're over 30 and under 50, you get what we're talking about. What's funny not, is I don't even have a brother. <laughs> <laughs> but No, Tommy, that one's for me. Schnikes. Um so you can catch the McKinley, podcast. McKinley, you've led us astray. Uh, I'm I said so sorry. near the water, not at the water. <laughs> so you can, you can catch us uh, tomorrow night on the radio show, 9.30 to 11.30. 11.30-ish. I knew a guy who was on the radio one time. <laughs> <laughs> His name Buddy. <laughs> Thank you, play for the Yankees. Um. <laughs> Let's say this for tomorrow night. <laughs> All right, so we'll be on the radio tomorrow night on Miss 98, 97.5 on your FM dial at 9.30 p.m. Uh, you can also download the Miss 98 app or listen to us at miss98.net. And we will have this up as soon as we can. Tonight. Uh, I'm tonight. going to do it right now. Uh, the podcast will be up tonight. If you want to listen to this on the way to the games tomorrow, uh, it will be linked on Twitter through uh, the Happening Pod and on Instagram at Happening Pod. Yep. Uh, linked through Stitcher, Fireside, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. It's the first time I've ever rolled through that. Crew. I want to get you all over and over and again. <laughs> da da da. That Chinese, poor Chinese woman didn't know what she's getting into. It's all in the hips. (laughs) But, folks, we appreciate you listening. As always, be safe going to the games. Root your team on. Have a great time. Wash your hands. And you stay classy, Northeast Mississippi.